Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Will you allow me to say it one final time? I am really thankful that October has been designated as Pastor Appreciation Month. You know, uh, there are many fine men around the world that labor diligently to shepherd the flock that God has entrusted to them. There are many that uh, work long and hard and give their heart uh, to doing that task. And they do it with joy. They do it because they sense a call uh, from Almighty God. There's something that burns deep in their heart. Uh, As in every calling, as in every career, as in every profession, of course, there are those that, uh, that slack. There are those that are there for the wrong reason, but uh, again, that could be said of any. Generally speaking, there are many, many, many great shepherds that, that love the Lord and love what they're doing, and the Word of God is very clear. We've talked about it on previous podcasts that we are to show appreciation to them, and I'm so glad that October is Pastor Appreciation Month. I've been talking about eight biblical ways uh, practical ways right from Scripture that uh, you can show appreciation to your pastors. And what I would uh, encourage you to do is uh, go either to our website, which is sharingrealhope.org, again, sharingrealhope.org, or go to iTunes and um, put in Sharing Real Hope and to subscribe to our podcast. And you can go back and check out podcasts numbers 33, 36, and 39. Again, podcasts 33, 36, and 39, if you miss them or you want to hear it again. And in those, I deal with uh, this whole matter of appreciating pastors and eight biblical ways to do that. What I'd like to do today on this final podcast dealing with pastor appreciation, I'd like to take a moment uh, from the scriptures to talk about what a pastor does. You know, there are many ideas in people's minds about what pastors uh, do or should do uh, from the absolutely ridiculous. They work one day a week. What do they do the other six days a week? Uh, Have you ever heard that? Um, all the way over to uh, the pastor should uh, be there and hold my hand for everything uh, and, and, and everything in between. But let's go to the Word of God. Let's see what it says about what pastors uh, are called to do. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 10, uh, excuse me, verse 11, it says that He, which is Jesus, gave some as apostles, some as prophets, some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers for the equipping or the training of the saints for the work of service or ministry to the building up of the body of Christ. There it is. God has given us pastors to train the body of Christ, to train the saints, to to train those of us that are part of the body of Christ so that we can do the ministry that will result in the building up of the body of Christ. 
and and it goes on to talk about the fact that the goal ultimately is a mature Christian, someone that is becoming more and more like Christ, and someone that has discernment to to not get uh, blown away by every wind of doctrine that comes down the pike, but a mature, discerning, Christ-like person. And, and that's an ongoing process, obviously, until we get to heaven. But God has called pastors to train the body of Christ, the individual members, to to in order that they can do the ministry uh, that will build up the body of Christ. That is what uh, Ephesians chapter 4 talks about. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 12, we're told, uh, we request of you, brethren, that you appreciate those. And then it goes on to say, who diligently labor among you, that's labor to the point of exhaustion, who have charge over you in the Lord. In other words, they're responsible uh, to, to lead you correctly and give you instruction. And that is a very key point there, give you instruction. So hold on to that, and we go over into the pastoral epistles. Now, the pastoral epistles are 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus. The reason they're called pastoral epistles is because Paul is writing these letters to two of his protégés, to two of his disciples, young men that he had mentored and mentored into pastoral ministry, both Timothy and Titus. And he wrote two letters to Timothy and one to Titus, and these are known as the pastoral epistles because they really give a guide, instruction, uh, for, as to how pastors should conduct themselves and um, what qualifies pastors. First Timothy chapter 3 uh, talks about the qualifications of, a, of an elder or a pastor or an overseer, all words referring to the same office. And, and then in Second Timothy chapter 4, God, uh, through Paul, in his last days on this earth, gives instructions to Timothy. And I want to read these instructions in First Timothy chapter 4, uh, verse, verse 1. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom. Now, if you just listen to that, that's pretty pretty uh, serious talk there. Paul says, I am giving you a solemn charge in the presence of the one who is going to judge the living and the dead. And, and I charge you by his appearing. And I charge you by his kingdom or his authority. And here's what he's charging. Verse 2. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove rebuke, exhort with great patience and instruction. Wow. God said through the Apostle Paul to young Timothy and, and uh, by extension to all pastors, to all shepherds, preach the word. Be serious about it. Do it when it's in season, when it's good times. Do it out of season, when it's tough times. Always be preaching the word. And, and as you preach the word, you're going to be reproving people and rebuking them, and you're going to exhort them with great patience and instruction. So it all boils down to the word of God. We go back to Ephesians 4 where they are to equip or train the saints. How do they do that? Not through some fancy philosophies, not through their opinions, uh, not through uh, fancy methodologies, but you train the saints to prepare them for the work of ministry through the Word of God, the preaching of the Word of God, through instruction. Um, in, over in uh, Titus chapter 
chapter 2, they are, he, he says to them, and, and I want you to listen very carefully to this, Titus chapter 2, verse 1, but as for you, speak the things which are fitting for sound doctrine. Speak the things that are fitting for you, uh, that are fitting for sound doctrine. Doctrine is simply the teaching of the Word of God, what the Word of God teaches, all of the things that the Word of God teaches. You know, I've heard people say, uh, you know, doctrine divides, and, and it's not doctrine that's important, it's love that's important. Well, there are elements of truth in those statements, but unfortunately, uh, th- th- overall, those statements are absolutely 100% reliable. You see, a doctrine will divide. True doctrine will divide the false from the true. And and love is important. We speak the truth in love, but that doesn't take away from the pastor's primary responsibility to teach the Word of God, to teach the doctrines. Uh, back in First Tim- Second Timothy chapter four, you know, he's told them to preach the Word and verse and give instruction. Verse three says, "For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled." They will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance with their own desires and will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. Did you hear that? They'll turn aside to myths. And that I, I, uh, it comes, what comes to my mind is uh, uh, pastors, some of them in America, uh, many of them celebrity pastors on television that are doing just that. They're telling people, uh, they're tickling their ears. They're telling them what they want to hear. They're saying that that uh, you can be wealthy. Uh, the prosperity gospel is being taught by by people, and it's 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 heresy. It is not the true gospel. There are uh, pastors that uh, t- talk about uh, things like your best life now, and and it's all about now, and it's all about what you can have and do now. And uh, it, and it's way off from what the scriptures really teach. They're tickling the ears of people, and good evangelical Christians can get caught up in that mess. But God has called pastors to teach the word, to teach the word in season. And out of season. And again, back over in Titus chapter 2, he tells them uh, to speak forth the things that are fitting for sound doctrine in verse 1 there. But in verse 7, he says, In all things, show yourselves to be an example of good deeds with purity, in doctrine, dignified, sound in speech, which is beyond reproach, so that the opponent will be put to shame, having nothing bad to say about us. In other words, uh, Paul said to young Titus, you know, speak sound doctrine and show yourself to be an example. Live it out in front of them. And <clears throat> there's not a pastor in the world that's perfect. Uh, the only perfect human that ever lived is Jesus Christ. We all fall. We all make mistakes. But uh, that's not what it's talking about. It is saying uh, in general, overall, uh, major moral failures, major ethical failures, uh, a lifestyle, a, ha- a habit of living apart from the Word of God is not acceptable for someone that's going to be a pastor. And so pastors um, are called to their primary responsibility. And I want you to hear this. The primary responsibility of pastors is to preach and teach the Word of God clearly. Everything else falls under that and everything else subjects itself to that. 
the top priority for a pastor is that. It is not to visit in the hospital. It is not to come to your house and hold your hand. It is not to, uh, to be a fancy CEO. It is to preach and teach the Word of God. Now, um, there are ruling pastors, ruling elders as well, and I don't have time to get into all of that today on this podcast, but uh, there is the responsibility of leading and, and governing the church, a body of pastors or elders are to lead and govern the, the church. But uh, I want, if there's one thing I want you to take away from this podcast today and from the Word of God, it is this. The pastor's primary responsibility, I want to say it one more time, is to preach, faithfully preach and teach the Word of God. And, and if that happens, that will uh, lead to the right kinds of things. I hope that you love your pastor, you appreciate your pastors. I hope that you are praying for your pastors, that you are encouraging your pastors in every way that you can. Thank God for that. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.